0: You're now listening to The Co-op Podcast on TheCoalition.com.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Co-op Podcast, episode 212. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary?
2: It's going good. How are you doing, man?
1: Doing pretty good. It's been a very, very busy weekend. Uh, I will get into that in a little bit, but uh, yeah, doing good. Just taking it easy for today. Um, we're also joined by Miss Dana Abercrombie. How's it going, Dana?
0: Hello, everyone.
1: How you doing? Doing excellent. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and we are joined by Mr. Max Muller. How's it going, Max? Hey, man, it's going pretty good. That's good. Uh, we will not be joined by Mr. Lugo today. I believe that, uh, you know, he is doing things with his father because it's his father's birthday. So we definitely wish his father a happy birthday and many I'm more. Um, but, yeah, uh, there was a couple of news topics that happened this week, as well as, you know, right now, Evo was going on in D23. Um some of d23 is still going on if it isn't already over so we're going to get into some of that stuff as well but before we do all of that we have to let you all know what we have been playing so uh max how about you go first and let us know what you've been playing
3: all right i haven't been playing a whole lot i've been playing the regular um you know rocket league a little bit of forza here and there but um the one new game I've been playing is this game called Unbox Newbies Adventure, which I found out is actually a, uh, it's a PC game, but it's being ported to Xbox and PS4, which is why I have it for review. And, uh, it's an interesting game so far. I've played through, I want to say, three or four hours of it now, and it kind of reminds me of, like, Banjo-Kazooie-style levels. They're much bigger but uh, Banjo-Kazooie style levels like where there's a bunch of collectibles and there's a bunch of like little side missions in each world and then you have like your hub world that you go to and everything and there's a bunch of secrets in that and that sort of stuff um, but the difference here is that you play as literally a cardboard box um, and you run around trying to save other cardboard boxes is your main goal and you have this move called unboxing which basically you it's like a jump in the air like you could just keep doing it so you can kind of jump like six or seven times in the air if you have all your unboxes so the game is a lot more vertical than most other platformers and it's kind of it's a lot more difficult than other platformers because like i said you're a box so you're not like on even ground all the time like you're moving around like as a cube so you're bouncing everywhere and it actually it actually takes that into effect a lot like you'll have races and stuff where you have to like time your bounces to send yourself flying forward and it's pretty cool, actually. At first, I was uh, I was a bit worried because, to be honest, it doesn't run super well. Like, there's a lot of frame rate issues, and to be honest, it hardly ever stays at 30. It's, like, usually stuttering. And the world's, like, the art style, is pretty good, but the graphics are just bad in general. Like, there's a lot of anti-aliasing uh, issues and stuff like that that'll hopefully get fixed with, like, a day one patch or something like that, but in terms of how it plays and just just how fun it is it's definitely something i think that would be worth checking out but it could get stale later on that's the thing i i think it's a pretty long game and i'm only a little bit through so i'll have to see as i get further on it's not coming out for like another week and a half though so there's definitely still time but um i've been enjoying it so far i've been enjoying it so far which is always good you know so that's pretty much it for me
1: that's awesome sounds pretty Mm -hmm. good yeah yeah. So uh Dana how about you let us know what you've been playing?
0: Okay, well, I haven't been home to really actually play much, but I've been attending a lot of events and I've been playing a lot of different demos. So last week I attended Blogger Bash NYC and I had the opportunity to play Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. The game is very fun. It's amazing. It's much improvement from the first game, the graphics are just crisp and everything is bright and extremely colorful. I will say that it's a lot harder than the original game. It got so hard to the point, I was talking to some of the developers and they were saying that they might have to make it a little bit easier because the struggle was definitely real. And a lot of adults were playing the game and they, it was a little struggle. And it, was, and it wasn't even like the hard mode. So I kind of felt very insecure after that moment. But I will say that it so far everything is looking great about the game and I'm looking forward to playing it fully. I also had the opportunity to play Sonic Mania. I played a new level, the name of it escapes me, but it's basically movie based. So it's Sonic bouncing around on a bunch of movie reels and popcorn and it has the exact same feel as the original Sonic game, But the graphics, again, are much improved. There's a lot of different elements that they added to it. Um, They really can't say how many different levels you can expect of everything that's going to be new. I wasn't able to really get that much out of the developers, but I will say that it's the game that it brought back all the nostalgia, all of the fun. And I also had the opportunity to play Sonic Forces, which, again, was very fun. And everything went... would very fast and i'm older so i got a little bit jittery and everything was just a little too fast for me but it was very fun i think it would make a really great vr game but it's not for vr i'm just gonna state that as well it's not for vr but if you had vr it would be amazing so that were those were the two games the three games that i've played so far
1: that sounds awesome. Uh, let me just make a quick comment and say, Dana, you, you are only as old as you actually feel you are. So we know that you're I'm very old. young. So
0: I feel very old. I'm old. <laughs> 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 yeah, well,
1: it's all good. Still glad to hear that you had a good time with the games. I'm looking forward to Marvel superheroes too. Uh, so I'm not ashamed to say that because I enjoyed the first game. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh Gary how about you let us know what you have been playing?
2: Yeah um of course I've been playing Overwatch and I'm, right now I'm trying to um get to gold rank in competitive cuz I made it to silver I just got to make it to you know the 2000 mark in uh in the your your competitive score and then you know I will officially be gold so I'm hoping that I can get that before this competitive season ends. Um, And I haven't tried out Doomfist in PTR yet Um, I'm hoping that he'll actually be launched in the game this week coming up Because um, they've had time to fix bugs and tweak him and stuff So I I hope that he's ready to be put into the main game But uh, we'll wait and see what happens on Tuesday Uh, Besides Overwatch, I've been playing Persona 5 still And I'm still loving that game I'm on like the second major um, story arc slash dungeon at the moment, and I like that it's still introducing new mechanics and new characters into the story and everything. Um, I definitely recommend you know everyone play this game again if you are into uh, Japanese role playing games and you know uh, even if you're just into anime. I think this is a great game to to play, um, and. I've also been playing Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age, and I will be actually reviewing this game. Hopefully the review will be up by the time the show is posted on on the, the website and everything. But yeah, I've been playing that. And so far, the remaster has been great. The visuals look really, you know, really up to date and really sharp compared to how they originally looked on uh, the PS th- uh, PS2, I think. Yeah, PS2. Um, and yeah, like, um, I'm loving the gambit system cause it's been a while since I played that game. And I remember that the gambit system was one of the things that really made it stand out. Just the fact that you can give all these different characters, their own logic and commands, and you can kind of just sit back and watch it in motion and feel proud that, you know, they're following all your instructions and that, you know, your plan is basically coming together, like, you know how you set everything up it's like playing well not like playing chess but like you know it's when you spend all that time um with you know strategizing and stuff and then you see it pay off like there's just there's just a feeling you get of triumph um but you do it's not easy you do have to keep you know um, tweaking your gambits and stuff because there are different enemies with different strengths and weaknesses and stuff um i also like how the the license board system is set up And I think they made a lot of tweaks on that as well because now you can give each character like a separate job class. And I don't believe they had as many options in the original game. So I think they made some adjustments there. Um, I am going to fact check that uh, before I publish my review because, you know, I did write a whole section on that talking about how it's different. Um, I just need to fact check a few things just to make sure. Um, I am correct in that regard but yeah I'm loving the game so far it plays a lot like an MMO in the sense that you know you uh, everything is live you don't enter a battle mode like you do in um, earlier Final Fantasy games you just walk up to the enemies and you can start attacking them and your gambits just start working as soon as you approach an enemy so yeah um, very good game Um, I would say my major gripe with it is that compared to other final fantasy games i feel like some of the characters are slightly bland but i think the reason for that is that they're like blank canvases and you know you kind of have to mold them into what you want them to be in terms of their statistics and how they their their behaviors and stuff like that um but yeah the, the story definitely isn't one of the best but the game itself is fun to play Um, So, yeah, look out for my review on that coming soon. And that's pretty much all I've been playing this week.
1: That's awesome. Yes. So uh, definitely look forward to that review coming soon to the site. Uh, One thing I did want to ask you very quickly, Gary, before I talk about what I have been playing. uh, I have to ask this burning question because I feel that there's a lot of people that also are going to ask this question. So I want to be the first person to ask it. That is, when are you going to actually put your money into buying an Overwatch team? Because I know you talk about <laughs> Overwatch every week, you know. So I'm pretty sure that the Blizzard and Activision send you some money. So when are you going to invest that money back into buying a team for London?
2: Oh, you know, what? I really should do that. Like, I, I should actually <laughs> try and do that. Um, and I know they've been having, like, um, the World Cup and stuff, like, where different countries face off against each other and i've been watching some of those and that's pretty entertaining and um, surprisingly i actually do kind of have a team at the moment that i kind of joined like um because i like i switch between servers so sometimes i play on the american server sometimes i play on europe and i i was neglecting europe for a long time but i went back on europe and i actually started you know through playing competitive mode i actually started to play with someone and we we grouped up together and now we kind of have like our own team of people like we all have the same um player icon and everything like and we call ourselves gold watch so yeah i do kind of have my own little team going on at the moment um but yeah that would be cool to have like an official you know team that makes money gets sponsorships and all that stuff
1: damn dude that's awesome yeah Um, yeah, there's already a couple teams that were announced this week. That's why I asked that question. That, hey, by the way, that was totally a joke. I don't want anybody to watch this video and be like, wait a minute, these guys getting millions of dollars. <laughs> no, 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 son, far from that. Far from that. What, what was you going to say, Max?
3: Um, I was also going to say, did you, um, did you see that – there was a tracer ultimate bomb that um, was thrown, and it just didn't go off during one of the World Cup matches. And I don't remember if they lost the match because of it, but it like greatly changed the way the game played out because they threw like a really well timed tracer bomb, and it just didn't blow up. Like it just fizzled wow. out. It was a sort of glitch or something.
2: Wow, that, that was that's messed up. Like. Right? Yeah, the stuff like that can be a really big deal because I've seen a few ults um, that that do that. Like I think a Maze ult, like the Blizzard, sometimes that doesn't always freeze people like it should. So yeah. that does happen here and there, and that does have a huge impact because if uh, any, anyone who's played Overwatch knows, like every action counts in that game. So yeah, that that could be a big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see about that. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So, as for what I've been playing, um, I did play some more of WWE 2K17. And I had a rant on the Wrestlecast yesterday about an experience I had on that game with the single player mode. Um, Career mode needs a lot of work. I'll just say that. I don't want to repeat too much of what I said last night. I will say, if you're curious what I think about that, definitely listen to Wrestlecast in particular when we start talking about WWE 2K18. Because uh, I know that's coming to Switch I have a lot of, you know, as I've said on the last show I think that that right there Guarantees there's going to be some issues Because the devs have already said All of the features won't be coming over to the Switch version But we'll see about that But uh, I did play some of that But uh, what I Spent a lot of time doing yesterday Is I actually went to an event uh, Called the uh, Indie Mega Show it was put on by, uh, you know, the Indie Games uh, MegaBooth uh, team uh, here in Atlanta, actually, at the Tabernacle. Now, if you've ever been to the Tabernacle, you know that this is normally a place where they have a lot of shows. The last time I went there, Nas was in concert with Lauryn Hill. That was pretty awesome. So to go to this venue this time around, uh, it was very cool with the way they set it up. They had about five different floors of things to do. And then, of course, they had the stage here where people actually were playing games on the stage. They had little competitions. Like, I did see a couple of competitions for Dive Kick, which was a pretty fun game. You know, it's a game that I recall seeing in the past and just never had opportunity to play it. But they did have that there. Uh, Adult Swim Games. You know, Adult Swim is actually, a lot of their work is here in Atlanta with Turner Studio, So they had their own little section as well. They had a couple of games. I did play this game called uh, Duck Game. That is the name of the game. That game is pretty ridiculous. You know, I, I will say my it will say that much. You know, it's basically a team of four people. Well, it's it can be up to four players. You all are basically killing each other as ducks. You can use weapons or your the environment to kill the other character and it tallies up over time once it gets to whoever has the most kills wins the game. It's a pretty fun game. You know, very, very comical the way that they have some stuff in that game. But I did play that yesterday. That was that was pretty fun. They had a VR section as well, like a lot of little demos, not really any full-fledged games that were there. Uh they had this one game that um I'm sure that Dana would like very much. It was this game called Chocolate. And all it was was a music video of cats pretty much jumping and dancing on screen. I'm like what the hell is this? But you know it was funny. Why would I like that? We'll say what?
0: Why would I like that?
1: Well, you, I know you have the cat, so you know I figured I you know you
0: I have- doesn't mean i love cat videos it sounds completely ridiculous i would rather play that duck game (laughs) yeah well the
1: the the duck game was fun but the the cat thing was funny because you know they had the music and all the other stuff the backgrounds changing the the, the characters it was pretty funny it's really hard to describe the experience because it is vr um but that was interesting uh, but the one game that I have to say I enjoyed the most from playing yesterday, it was this game called Brawlhalla. I'm pretty sure you've heard of the game. It's made no. by Blue by Blue Mammoth Games, and this is pretty much like a uh, Super Smash Bros. type of game. Uh, but you know, it has a really cool art style, different characters, so on and so forth. So, I did get a chance to play that with the devs yesterday. I- I'm not afraid to admit that
3: I did get my ass whooped in that in that, in that matchup, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, that game's awesome. It just went free to play on Steam too. Or like released out of beta, I believe. I think it was always yeah. free to play, but Yeah, yeah, you're right, right, uh they actually had a uh they had a
1: PS four version there at the show. Oh, okay. Uh they did say it's not yet quite on PS four and but it is gonna be coming there soon. So didn't really get a hard uh, you know, release date to that, but uh it is coming soon. It will definitely be there before the year is over. But uh yeah, the game was, was a lot of fun. That was a game that, that drew a lot of people to that. You know, I did notice a lot of people, you know, enjoyed that more. Uh, and Dive Kick. They enjoyed Dive Kick, too. There was a little competition. I was watching people. It, that was that was very funny. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, the event itself was just an awesome event. You know, here in Atlanta, they don't really have a lot of gaming events, you know, really. And I don't really understand that because E3 used to be here in Atlanta. Um So I would hope that there are more events like this in the future. Uh, Also, I forgot to mention, you know, you know, pretty much the show started at 1 p.m. So from 1 to 5 p.m., nothing but games. They had a couple of demos on stage and then you can also play stuff as well. But from 6 and up until 1 a.m., they actually had live performances also by different bands local to the area. So and of course, they had food there. Of course, they had drinks. So. Already, I have to say, and this is no shade thrown at Microsoft, but already I have to say that this was definitely better than that Xbox press conference we went to at E3 back in June because of the fact that they just had more stuff there. You know, you had the entertainment, but then you also had food, you had drinks, and it was an open bar, too. So it's a fun time, really good time. So, you Mm -hmm. know, I know that uh, they did say that they're going to try to have more of these events in different cities. This was the first time they've done it in Atlanta. So I'm hoping that they definitely have more. Maybe they'll have some in Chicago, uh, you know, New York. So you guys will also get to go and pretty much for any, anybody watching, you know, they they may have more of these events coming soon. So I'll definitely keep you up to date on this once I hear about more events when they're coming to what cities and what games they have. But, uh, awesome show. Definitely want to thank the team for allowing me to attend the show and, um, stay tuned for more thoughts on a lot of the things that I've played there. Uh, later this week, but uh, that pretty much concludes what we have been playing uh, for this week. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into the topics because uh, there's quite a bit of topics to get into. First and foremost, uh, Gary and I saw this topic on Friday, and I believe that Gary has something that he wanted to say on this topic. I, I also have something to say. You know, we, we will try not to make it too controversial, but I don't. I don't really know what what Gary is going to say. But pretty much, we know that now sony has finally announced that gran turismo sport has a release date it is going to be coming to playstation 4 on october 17th and pretty much they announced it is going there's going to be a limited edition version for 70 dollars of course it is also going to be a digital deluxe edition for 80 dollars um so yes october 17th in north america and october 18th in europe so uh the question that I would have, and I have to ask this question, is now this is a game that is coming out this year, correct? Why didn't we hear about any of this during the presentation that Sony had during their conference? Um, that is a question that I wanted to ask. Uh, but Gary, go ahead and start off this particular, uh, your particular issues with this particular news, and whether or not you're excited for this particular game.
2: Yeah, I uh, I really do not understand why they didn't just announce that release date at the show because that would have worked in their favor a lot because i mean a lot of the big games that they showed of course are coming in 2018 and um i mean no one was complaining about that of course i mean that's cool and everything because they've already kind of delivered this year but just the fact that you have another huge game like that that people have been waiting for that is coming this year would have been a big deal and it would have added to the show now what i really want to say and highlight about this whole gran turismo sport thing is that i feel like sony has no confidence in this game because not only did we not see it at e3 this year we didn't see it at e3 last year either and this game they've been talking about this game this game was announced like two to three years ago or something like maybe longer and actually wasn't it like kind of announced at the start of the ps4 generation like i'm pretty sure they might have showed it like around that time but yeah it's been a while since we've been waiting for this game and like it would have been major to you know let everyone know that it's coming this year the fact that they aren't and haven't been showing it at any of their you know major conferences it It has me questioning, you know, how good this game is actually going to be because I feel like Sony isn't confident in the game. So I'm not confident in the game either. Um, I have seen it playable. I just haven't, you know, at the shows I've been to and seen it playable, I haven't really had much time to kind of, you know, give it a go or anything. But um, I haven't heard outstanding feedback from anyone either. Like, you know, anyone who's played it, they haven't, you know, been making a big fuss about it at all. So, I'm worried that this isn't going to live up to any kind of expectations, and um, I certainly don't think it's going to be the same level of quality as a Forza game. So, Damn. yeah, yeah, this game is probably just going to come and go. To be honest with you,
1: now, 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 recall I said before we started this conversation that we was not going to be controversial. That line was very controversial because the Forza fans. <laughs> They're they they're they're, they're, they're going to be thumping their chests like yes you're you're right Gary and then the people who are Grand Turismo are going to be like what is Gary talking about? Um, uh, so let me say something real quick and then I'll, and then Max and Dana can give their thoughts. Uh, let me just say right now that the Sony conference I personally thought it was great. I think a lot of us that were there at the show watching the actual live performance it it, it was it was fantastic. I don't really have Definitely. any complaints. I didn't have any complaints about that. Now I know it was people complaining at home because of certain technical issues that they had with the stream or whatever. But I thought the show was great. But there's no doubt about it that, you know, games like NAC2 and, of course, this game, I thought these games should have been in the actual show. Now, I know that Sony had a stream afterwards in which they had additional content that they showed at that point in time. That's fine. But for those that were there at the show, you know, you would I mean, we saw these games on the floor playable. So you have to question, well, why wasn't it at the actual, you know, actual conference itself? I didn't really understand that, you know, because NAC is coming out in September. This game is coming out in October. Um, I would have thought that, you know, they would have been behind these games more so. Now, obviously, I don't know if they're going to have something at Gamescom. I don't even know if they've confirmed any of that information yet. So I I would assume that if they are going to have something at Gamescom or Paris Week, uh, they will probably show the stuff there Because they know that in Europe I guess the racing stuff is a lot more popular Than it is here um, But I, I still was surprised That this, this game wasn't there Now with that said It still can be a good game I mean, but obviously I guess we. I just need to see more Because I did see it on the floor playable I did was unable to actually play it Because the lines to play that Is ridiculous um, But uh, I don't know I don't know and, and one thing I will say, again, just so that we make sure that all sides are covered, because a lot of people say, well, we don't we don't talk bad about this company. We've said in the past, mm-hmm. when there are other companies where they don't show stuff, you know, you, you worry, you wonder. I mean, we, did, we didn't crack down. That was another game. We were wondering where the hell is that game at? Now, while Microsoft showed it at their conference, they did not show the game that I was expecting it to be. I thought that that was going to be a major reveal for them but they just threw it off to the side and now we're hearing reports of the game is looking like it's going to be like, it's not really going to live up to everybody's expectations. Well, I think that was obvious from what we saw at the conference it, it, that that's what it was. Cause it wasn't like a major presentation. It just had a little, it was in there for a few minutes. You see Terry Cruz going crazy <laughs> in video and that was it. So I, I, you know, but still they did show it and they did say it's coming. So I guess you have to say, well, that's good, but yeah, Gran Turismo, that too. i think we definitely should have saw something from that in the actual conference uh because i i'm pretty sure a lot of people they only wanted to see the conference they're not going to sit in front of a, of a computer screen and watch 10 additional hours of playstation live content on the actual playstation uh show, show floor i mean maybe there are some that do that but i'm just saying the more, more majority of people will, will watch the conference, which is only an hour and a half versus the 10 hours to watch all the other stuff. So I thought they should have had something in there for that, but it is what it is. Uh, so Max, you have any thoughts on this particular topic?
3: Uh, I was just going to throw in there that, because um, you guys were saying you haven't really heard anything about the game. And um, I'm the same way. I just remember that Charles and I, we, uh went over to that sort of booth and he was playing the Gran Turismo VR. But I don't think that has anything to do with the Turbo one. I think that was just sort of a test thing they were doing at the time. I think that's what they said to him when he asked about it. But I know he said that that was really, really fun and it felt really, really good. So I have to hope that that sort of stuff is also carried over into uh, the new Gran Turismo game that's coming out this year, or at least um, some of it is, you know really suck because like gary was saying this is a very very popular franchise and people have been waiting for this for a long time and you know forts has been killing it so if um at least with horizon 3 forza 7 that that reveal was hilarious to me but even though the game will probably be good but um Gran Turismo kind of needs to step up, because as far as I know, there isn't really a racing exclusive on PlayStation, otherwise that could compete with it. Like, don't get me wrong, like, Project Cars 2 and The Crew 2 both look great, but those are multi-platform games, you know?
2: Yeah, and uh, don't get me started on Drive Club.
3: Oh, wait, Drive Club? They're making another Drive Club?
2: No, they're not, but, you know, people were trying to put that on a pedestal and Uh... try and compare it, you know, to, to Forza, but... I mean, Drive Club it it did some some good things, you know, like social gaming and stuff. Like I yeah. I, I do I do feel like there was some good ideas there, but definitely um, not a flagship driving game. Yep. For for Sony.
1: Well, yeah. let, let let me just make a quick comment since since, Ma, since Max brought it up. Uh, I I don't think you guys have to worry about Gran Turismo being fantastic because according to Namco Bandai, Project Cars Two is going to blow everything out the water. You know that was what the guy told you in the presentation right gary at e3 he said this is the oh, game yeah. that is just going to be the, the game everybody's going to be talking about so um
2: yeah uh, let's see <laughs> those guys those guys were going in like because me and jj were in a presentation at bandai and the the creators of project cars too like they were talking a lot of smack about other driving games like it was just hilarious to see to witness but um yeah project cos 2 does look really good um and i'll even you know say that it's probably better than gran turismo sport as well so yeah.
3: yo have you guys been see have you guys been looking at the crew 2 though
2: yeah i yeah i played the crew 2 um e3 as well and yeah. that game is fun like that's what i love about racing games because you know i'm not a huge simulation head but mm-hmm. i like racing games that are just fun like where you can just take you know a nice car and yeah exactly like stuff like midnight club too like i loved that game that's like one of my favorite driving games of all time like you know where you can just take a fly looking car and just drive it around and you know that like the crew too is 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 definitely fun like if you like the more arcade style of driving
3: yeah and like i'm pumped because it's doing like kind of the plane thing and the boat thing as well and you can just kind of transition into them whenever like i was reading about one person's play they were playing they were in a plane flying over the water and then they just transformed into a boat like instantly and they fell all the way into the water and they had all that speed and they broke their speed record for like boating and it's just like you can do ridiculous stuff like that it's going to be like gta level stuff kind
2: of yeah you can do a lot of like crazy insane stuff like that like you can you can do that with cars as well you can be um you know in in a plane or a helicopter or something and then just switch to a car and then drop right down to street level like it's it's really cool
3: yeah it seems awesome yeah it sounds awesome yeah,
1: we'll see uh, the crew that's that's next year so we'll we'll see how that how that fares in 2018 but yeah it sounds great uh, Dana, did you have any thoughts on uh, Gran Turismo Sport?
0: I will say this: whatever you do, no matter what, don't pre-order the game. So why? <laughs> <laughs> Once scarred, always scarred. Uh, you you just don't know. They might end up pushing it back again. Nothing is truly guaranteed. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. We could be surprised and end up with a very good game. And it was just something that they had to take their time with. And they were just really bad at guesstimating when the game would be ready. So I'm going to be more positive and say that it could be very good.
1: Yeah, I think that's a totally fair argument. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the game, uh, I'm pretty sure the game is going to turn out good. Hey, hey, I'm pretty sure NAC 2 is going to be good. I think the only complaint was that, you know, when Sony doesn't show this stuff, uh, and I mean show it in a larger setting, because as I said, everybody who saw the conference uh, versus the people who actually saw the PlayStation coverage afterwards, I think uh, in that case, you know, you definitely, when you don't show this stuff, maybe it shows that maybe you're not really quite as confident in those particular games.
0: Not necessary not necessarily it could just be that you want to truly surprise people and the best thing to do that is to release the game a little you know quietly and have everyone lose their minds about it later on yeah it'll be more traction that way instead of having it being presented at e3 and then come time for October or whenever everyone's disappointed because the game's not there
1: oh well well don't worry
0: we uh, delays. there's no need for us to keep going through that and people are already scarred behind that so just take the quiet route
1: yes and and, and, don't and know me,
0: about the game so it really is no need for them to re re, re present it
1: yeah th- 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 this is true uh, let, let me just say real quick gary then you could go next uh what you said yes that take the quiet approach and i hope you you, you remember that statement because when we get into Kingdom Hearts 3 later, I like I said, 2018, I will believe it when I see it. But well, go ahead, Gary.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to say, yeah, that, that statement is true for, you know, it can be true for a lot of other games. The problem with Gran Turismo in particular is that they spend so long making these games that by the time it comes out, it's already dated and there are already other car games out that are doing like way better things so yeah that that's the common problem with gran turismo and that's why they've been surpassed and also one more thing i wanted to say um to people who were saying that sony aren't really promoting it because it's only really popular in europe like okay so why is microsoft making such a huge deal about forza like they they had a whole segment of their e3 press conference dedicated to Forza Horizon. So you can't just say driving is only popular in Europe. Like it's definitely popular in America as well. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say.
1: Very very good points. Very good points. So you know, we'll have to see where everything goes. Yeah, you know, the game could very well turn out to be great. Uh I, I, I did I mean I will say though, there's a lot of games coming out in October. There's a lot of games coming out for the rest of the year. So um I don't know if I will have the time to necessarily play this game or NAC2, uh, but they could very well turn out to be good. I'm pretty sure NAC2 is going to be good anyway because so a lot of people played the first game. Uh, this is why the second game exists, so we'll see how it turns out. Wait, but, Rich, uh,
2: didn't you say um, didn't you say you're say you going to hold off from buying Wolfenstein so you can um, dedicate time to NAC2?
1: Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> in no, in, nowhere, in no world multiverse or other, will I ever make that decision where I say, Wolfenstein, nah, son, I'm going to pass on this and play Gran Turismo. Ain't no way in hell that will ever happen. Uh, No offense to Gran Turismo, but maybe I'll try it out at some some point in time. But, but, you know, I I think, uh, you know, with all the games coming out this fall, there's a lot of people that they've probably already picked and, and chose which games they're going to prioritize and make time for over others that they're just going to have to pick up later. Uh, with me, Wolfenstein is definitely a game that will take priority over other stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. But... um, So uh, any other thoughts before we move on to our next topic?
2: No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's move on to another topic that was uh, something that was spoken about this week, and that was initially... Uh Microsoft saying that they will have a presence at Gamescom 2017. Uh, we know that they they were at the they were at the show in the past, but this this year they are going to have a huge presence with the Xbox One X uh, because they definitely want people to try out the system, see what it has to offer. Uh, they did announce that uh they're going to have a live show pretty much like they have, like like Sony and Microsoft had a live show for E3. What people could watch on their consoles. Uh, so that is something, I guess. And they did announce that they are going to have a couple of games there. They didn't really allude to it being like any major surprises. If there's going to be 27 playable games. My assumption is that it's going to be a lot of the games, the third-party games coming out this year, as well as the titles they have coming out this year. They're exclusives. So um, I believe uh, Age of Empires Definitive Edition will be there, Sea of Thieves, Forza, so on and so forth. The question I had is, you know, so what do you guys think about this particular news? Are you actually looking forward to hearing and seeing more from Microsoft at Gamescom? Or do you feel like it's not really going to be a big a big deal or a big show for them at all?
3: Um, I don't know. I feel like for the most part, it's we know exactly what it's going to be like you know, unless there's something drastic, like games aren't running like they said they would, um, which still won't even be that drastic in the first place, in my opinion. Um, I feel like it's more the games that are going to get talked about. Like, for example, Cuphead will get talked about. I'm sure that'll be playable there. Um, maybe Crackdown. Um, this thing, the this article only says Forza, Age of Empires, and Sea of Thieves. Um, and then it says there's going to be 27 other games. But I feel like those 3 right there if those are like headlining then that's kind of an issue in my opinion like i think crackdown should be headlining it may be there it's just weird to me that they didn't mention that you know what i mean um like mentioning age of empires definitive edition over crackdown and like cuphead and stuff that's weird to me but they'll probably be there anyways um that might just be me me being worried but yeah i think it'll go fine for them i don't think it'll be anything super drastic
1: yeah, and one thing I will say right now is, Max, you know Age of Empires Definitive Edition, That that is one of the most anticipated games to come into Xbox One X, so it, it has to be there. <laughs> Surely it has to be there. And don't get me wrong, I love that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no but you, you make a very good point. You know, Crackdown, it's like, like I said before, you know, <clears throat> when we saw the presentation at, at E3, you know, I didn't really feel like I, I expected to have like a full presentation hands on of them walking you through a certain mission in the game. None of that. We didn't get any of that. So that to me, tell me everything about how they view the game. And then, of course, you know, I would think it was it would be even more important for them to have something on that because Aegis a- of Mayhem is out in August. And everybody that I know, they look at that game and say, "Yes, this is Saints' Row uh, once again." But this game looks fun. It looks like it, it, like like I have a lot of fun with it. I all I have heard of Crackdown Three so far is this is not what I wanted in this particular game. And don't get it, no, don't, don't 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 get don't get it twisted. The game, I guess, plays good, but it doesn't look quite as good. I mean, I don't know what the issues are with the game itself. But um, yeah. It, the fact that it isn't mentioned as one of the headlining games is a problem. Hopefully, that maybe that will change. But uh, yeah, I, I think that you, you are right to be concerned about that. Um, but we'll see. So, uh, Gary, you have any thoughts?
2: Uh, I, I didn't even know this Age of Empires game was a thing, like the definitive edition or whatever. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know that was coming out, but. Yeah, um, I mean, it's I guess it's cool that it's getting some shine It's getting some attention to, you know The, the people who don't know much about the game So that's always a good thing um, I do agree with you guys about the games that are kind of missing from here Like it is a little troubling um, But it's, you know, I mean It's cool that Microsoft are making an appearance at Gamescom I wish I could be attending I do, you know, want to get to Gamescom at some point Uh, maybe next year we'll see what happens but um yeah i mean it's it's cool they're making an appearance because it seems like in the last couple years or so uh not all companies have really been making a huge splash at gamescom and you know it's just kind of seen as the secondary kind of show and stuff um i'm sure it's really good for the people who actually attend the show though like i'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff there and um, i'm sure the there's demos and stuff that went At E3, a lot of them So yeah, I'm pretty sure It's, it's going to be really good for the people going There, um, in terms of Microsoft Specifically, they do have You know, they have a console coming out Within a few months, so they have to um, Get selling Selling that hardcore, so yeah They have to make these appearances And they have to make a huge splash At shows like this, so they definitely Have to take advantage and get people talking about the xbox one x so it's a good move overall for them i think it's just you know i just wish like there was a a, a more of a focus on crackdown being there as well but hey we'll see what happens
1: i agree i agree uh we indeed we, we definitely see what happens uh danny you have any thoughts
0: While I want them to focus on, you know, the different games and have games that I actually care about, I think right now what they're doing is okay. The fact is that you need to concentrate on the Xbox One X and you need to convince me as to why I should spend this much money for it. So for me, that's what I really want to see from this show. So yes, it kind of sucks that the list that they, the partial list that was released is kind of underwhelming, but I hope that that means that there's more focus on a console. So that's what I'm hoping for overall
1: Good points And I agree with that because I don't think That they did a good job of selling Well they didn't sell me on the X At at, uh, at E3 That's for certain
0: I viewed it as a joke <laughs> <laughs> I was like out laughing and dying When you once said that price tag I said no
1: Well I I, I will say this uh, It's okay to view it as a joke But if, if you are ever in the presence of Phil Spencer And you laugh. When he gives you tries to t- give you a presentation, don't don't do that. You'll you hurt Phil's uh, feelings. <laughs> no, but, Phil, uh,
0: Phil needs to pay me the money to get the Xbox One. Then
1: oh well hey hey well hey I'm pretty sure he can afford that. Uh, but uh, you know yeah. he can't do it for everybody. But he may be do it for a few people. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I mean we'll we'll see we'll see uh yeah it is an opportunity for them to as gary said well as you all said you know they have a console coming out so this is their opportunity to sell more people on it so hopefully they, they are able to do that mm-hmm. i know that they kept saying that we have a lot more that we did not show because and that's fine they said it's too early they didn't want to get into a situation of announcing something too early and then it gets canceled like what happened with scale bound that's totally fine and, and understood but uh Yeah, I'm very curious, though, now to see what those games are. And maybe we'll find out within the next three years or so, because I don't know how soon any of that information is going to come.
3: But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Oh, go ahead, Max. I was just going to say, that's what I was going to bring up was, do you guys think there will really be any surprises? Or do you think it'll just be more of what we've already seen? But um I had forgotten that he said that there's a lot more to come, but like I don't know how much faith do you guys have in that in him saying that? I uh well
1: I I think there will be uh other surprises. Uh however, uh I don't really think I don't really see any of those surprises at Gamescom. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they'll they'll announce a couple other indie games that they now have uh, deals to have on Xbox One. I know the uh the player Battlegrounds game that, that 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 game is a huge is a huge, huge deal. That was a huge thing for them to get that game because yeah. that game is massively popular on PC. That's excellent. But uh maybe they will announce that. Uh outside of that though, I'm not expecting any major like a new IP. I'm not expecting any of that stuff, because I don't think they're having a, a, a actual conference. Just like uh, think of like a live broadcast you can watch online or on Xbox One. Um gotcha. but That's just my opinion. Uh, Gary, you have any thoughts? Or Dana?
2: (laughs) Yeah, because of what you just said about, you know, it's not like a press conference. It's just like a live broadcast thing. I definitely feel like it's not going to be, we're not going to see any major announcements like Megaton or anything like that. It's just, you know, going to be pretty standard stuff that we've already been seeing and probably a big focus on Idea Xbox games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. as well.
3: Yeah, I'm with that.
0: Yeah, I would. I would also like that. Just focus on Microsoft games only and Microsoft exclusive games. That would be wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll we'll see how everything turns out. I guess uh, you can't really be too expect too much. But uh, I'm just curious to see what it is that these other games they didn't show. I already know that Halo, another Halo game is coming. Another Gears of War game is coming. Yeah, and while wow, those franchises, people have always gotten tired of them. I still want to see what happens with Gears of War after playing 4, and I'm curious to see what happens with Halo after the debacle that was Halo 5. So, we'll see about that at a later time, obviously. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, for now, we'll just have to wait and see what they have in store for all of us. But, I have uh, a
2: quick question as well. Go um. ahead do microsoft usually announce anything at video game awards because i'm trying to think when will be their next major opportunity to make some announcements about you know some of these games that phil spencer said they didn't get to announce yet because it's too early Mm. very good
1: question you know I, i was i was thinking something along those lines um i don't recall them ever doing any of that stuff but yeah. uh, I could be wrong. I, I have to really go back and do my research to come to that conclusion. Um, that would be very interesting if they if they did that. If they actually revealed something at, at yeah. that show, uh, because it would just come out of left field. No one, I don't think anyone would be expecting that. Yeah, um, that's interesting. That's a good one, Gary. Yeah, because a lot of third party stuff sometimes gets revealed. I have rarely real, really seen this particular situation happen though. But that's that's interesting. That's something to think about.
2: Yeah, because we know, you know, we have PSX at the end of the year. So it would be good to have like a a mega Microsoft announcement too. And, you know, video game awards and PSX are around the same time. So I think Microsoft should try and take advantage of of video game awards. Oh, I think Max was going to say something as well.
3: Oh, no, I was just agreeing. Um, Unless they do some sort of like their own conference, which I don't think they're going to do. Like PSX, I don't see that happening, but um, I don't know. You never know. Because you're right, it's weird. Like, unless they just announce it out of the blue, which they totally might do, which is fine, I guess. You know, like that happens all the time. But um, it is kind of weird. Unless they're just waiting for 2018 to really start doing this stuff. I don't know. Because maybe they'll have to see how the Xbox One X does. I really don't know. It's it's a weird situation that we've never really. I don't want to say we've never really been in before, but just sort of, like, these upgraded console stuff in general. Like, it's really weird to see how they're going to handle it. Because it's, like, Cause it... E3 already happened, you know?
2: Exactly. And it kind of feels like, okay, so once Xbox One X comes out and Crackdown is out, what's next? Like, you know, what's the next yeah. big thing to look forward to?
3: see of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that game, and I, I'm still I'm still not sold on anything that I saw. I, I see people have been praising this game. The ones that have had a chance to play it, I just don't see it, man. And I and listen. I want Rare to be successful, but uh, I I I I I I don't really know anything about that game. I don't. Really, it's not like a game where I'm looking like, oh, I, I can't wait to play it. No, I'm like, what, what what else is Microsoft working on? That's when I see that game. That's that's exactly what I think of. What what else are they working on out, yeah. look, outside of this? Uh, State state of the decay two also, you know, it looks very similar to the to the last game. You know, obviously it will look it will be a little bit different with better graphics because it's the more powerful Mm -hmm. system. But uh, I don't, I I, like I said, you know, I I definitely think Microsoft has a lot of other things that they are going to have to reveal at some point because yeah, better hope so. They, they have to, they have to, you know, and it, this is not really just to compete with, with, with PlayStation because I feel as though PlayStation has already won this generation. This is not about that, but this is for yeah. the fact that you want to keep fans actually invested in the Xbox brand, you have to keep releasing yeah. games that are specific to the console. So, we'll see what happens, but... Uh, Uh, Any final thoughts Before we we move in I don't know if Dana you had anything you wanted to add Or if you're good I'm good Okay you're good Thumbs up All right, so let's move on to the next topic Uh, So of course we already know That uh, Destiny 2 Beta is going to be starting next week I know some of us will be playing Well all of us will be playing at some point You know But uh, I guess we wanted to ask a quick question. This is actually a a, a section that is about Destiny twice. But the first question I wanted to ask about Destiny 2 is, are any of you looking forward to the beta based on what we have seen already from the game? Because I know some of us saw our stuff at E3. Um, Or do you just, or or you just don't care about Destiny and you will spend your time on another game instead? So Max, I'm going to go to you first because I know you are, you and Gary are the big, Huge Destiny fans here, so but I'm gonna let you go first and let me know whether or not you're to afford to Destiny 2. <laughs>
3: um, in terms of the beta, like I'll probably check it out a little bit, but um, I played the game at E3 and it was exactly what we all expected it to be. It's the same game, and I'm just I don't know, I'm just ready to play the full release. I don't really think I need the beta, like I'll definitely check it out probably for a match or two, like I said, but I already know exactly what I'm getting, and if I I just don't really need to. I'll just wait until my progress will be saved and everything with the actual game. You know, I have too much else to play right now to worry too much about it. But yeah, it's, it's cool that it's happening. It's just kind of a shame that it's exactly the same thing. Yeah.
1: So how about you, Gary?
2: Yeah. Um, while I am somewhat a fan of Destiny, um, like I echo Max, like I'm, you know, I'm not super pumped, For this beta because i am playing other stuff and you know the game is coming out in almost a month like you know it's like a month and change right now until it comes out you know in september so i'm willing to wait and i have a huge backlog of things i want to play before that game specifically comes out so you know i'm 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 not you know that pumped to play the beta itself um because you know the game is so close And, you know, I have a bunch of games I'm playing already. Um, But I will be watching to see what the reactions and responses are of people who are playing the beta. And, you know, I'll be watching people stream it and stuff like that too. um, Just to see what the general consensus is. And I will say this. The the first, the beta for the first game. Because I remember there was a beta for the first Destiny. And that was what really got me into the game and it got me excited for the actual game itself. So I do feel like these betas are a good thing. And they do there are they can be a good indicator of whether you're actually gonna enjoy the game. So I do feel like it is a big deal to some people, but me personally, you know, I'm not that phased by it because, you know, I already have tons of things to play anyway. But um yeah. That's just where I am with it.
3: I agree with that 100% actually I think that's a great way to put it that um, the beta is still important and like you the beta for the first game had me hooked and I played the shit out of that um, and I am also very interested I'm more interested to see other people's opinions on it than I am to actually check out the beta I'm very interested to see how other people feel about it that's a great point
2: exactly and I want to shout out Tony Polanco who was in the chat earlier because he said he's going to be streaming it so I will be looking out for that stream in particular
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I'll just say this real quick and then I'll let Dana chime in. I, um, yeah, when, when we saw the first initial reveal of Destiny 2 when they had that event a little while back, uh, I thought, well, the game, it looks like the same game. It has maybe more cinematics. It's a lot more different in those regards, but it still feels like it's the same experience. Uh, so obviously, After seeing some of the stuff at E3, you know, the PvP stuff, yeah, I mean, it all looks the same. Maybe it's a little bit crisper. Maybe some of the text is a little crisper. The graphics are just a slightly, uh, just a slight more polished to them, I guess you could say. But it all looks the same to me so far. Um, With that said, I'm going to try the beta out just to see how it actually is just so I can get a perspective. I I now, I do understand I have a a hell of a lot more games that I have to play. I still haven't played Persona. Still haven't found the time to play Horizon yet. And I need to make time to play these games. But, uh, in the meantime, the beta, I'm pretty sure I could maybe try out maybe a match or two and see how it is. But to me, it looks the same. Probably will be the same. And those that are Destiny fans, they will probably enjoy that since they love the first game so much. But, um, When it comes to the grinding and all this other stuff, you know that was the one thing about Destiny that I got very annoyed about. So I hope that uh, this time around uh, there are some changes to the way they actually do that stuff. But you know we just have
3: to see how it all turns out in the end. Oh, I Uh, bet it'll be very grindy. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it's still going to be there to some degree because obviously you know yeah a lot of people they they like that aspect about it. But I, I hope there is. They take it to account that there's also an audience that did not like all the grinding. Um, yeah. I did see that they said that. Well, yeah, the game is going to have a, a ton of story content now. This is this sounds great. All of it sounds great, but until I see the final products, I'm not convinced yet. You know, so we have to see how all that turns out. But uh, I definitely will try the beta at the very least, and just just to get an a, a opening into how everything is and see how that goes, and then make a decision from there. But I will say it's a smart decision for Activision to have the beta because nine times out of ten, when you have a beta for your game, that, that will definitely help to convince people whether or not they actually want to purchase the game. Because uh, I know they had that whole thing where as soon as they announced Destiny, before they even had the reveal event, right as soon as they announced it, they already had pre-orders all over the internet. I'm like, well, shit, we ain't seen nothing but a cinematic trailer, so what, what is this? So... This, this is good to have the beta to so, people, so people can make their decisions as to whether or not this is something that they want to invest more time into. So I do applaud them for that without question. Um, so we'll see. And uh, Dana, you have any thoughts on uh, Destiny 2 beta? Are you planning to check it out or are you not interested?
0: I have so many other things that just take priority over that game and I will have to agree that it's just like the original. The problem is that I don't like betas because there's a whole bunch of um, technical issues that they have to hammer out and already it's been reported that there are some issues that they have to go through Um, I am the type of person who played Destiny and I was really passionate about it for like a good month and then somehow it just fell at the wayside so for me I'm not necessarily knocking the game but I'm not right there you know 100% looking forward to the beta I'll play it when I play it. I'll get around to it. But it's not something that I'm freaking out over and I have to play right away.
1: Definitely. Makes sense. I agree with that. And I did see some comments in the chat. They're like, oh, my God, I, you still haven't played Horizon? Yeah, I know, man. I've been doing a horrible job. I got I, got, I got to catch up, man. This this is serious. This is life, life-altering decisions that have to be made for me to play these games. But, yeah, Horizon, Persona 5. I definitely will play both of those games before we actually get into the end of the year, game of, game of the year discussions, because I feel like both of those games will be in that discussion. But oh, uh, yeah. I'll make a promise to those that have been asking, yes, I will definitely try that out. But know that there will be a game or two that does get sacrificed for me to make time for those games. So, uh, yeah, that could be anything. I don't know what that game is, but Wolfenstein, no. I, I got to play Wolfenstein too. That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2, hey, that might be the game that
2: I skip out on. You never know. We'll see what happens. But um, it's definitely um, it's definitely hard to prioritize these games. Like you know, because I made fun of you in the chat, of course, but I suffer from this too because I haven't even played Watch Dogs 2. Like that was a game I really wanted to play. I haven't played Mafia Three. You know, there's so many games that I just didn't get around to playing because you know, obviously we don't have time. You know, we're running the site, we're working as well. And, you know, we don't always have time to play what we want, unfortunately. Um, I haven't, you know, I've only put in, like, three hours or so of Horizon. And that is a game I definitely want to get back to and complete before Destiny. But, you know, I'm playing Persona, so who knows whether I'm going to get to that. And then, you know, you have y- the Yakuza games. Like, I want to play Yakuza 0. And, of course, there's another Yakuza coming out. Like, so it's, it's just so many games, man. It's too hmm. many. It's too much.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, watching Tony stream Yakuza has been like, I really need to play that game now.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, th- this is a great, as many have already said, this is a great problem to have. There's a lot of great games out there, but uh, making the time to play them. You know, if you have a job, you have, you know, you're an older, responsible uh, gentleman. And uh, by the way, we're not We're not ridiculously old. I just want to make that clear when I said older. Mm-hmm. I not talking about I'm in my 50s and nothing like that. no just that you have to prioritize you have responsibilities and you have to make responsible decisions but with that said i do feel as though if there's a game that you really really want to play you will make the time to play that game it just means there's another game that well this, is, this has to wait until later so like i said wolfenstein 2 comes out I, I, there will not be any second guessing that i will be playing that the day it comes out that i can guarantee that but uh everything else, Yeah, I I will make sure that I do play it because these are games that everybody's talking about. Uh, You know, game of the year, you know, big-time blockbusters that will be in the discussion for game of the year, so I definitely have to make time to play them. But, uh, we'll see what happens because, like I said, there are some games that will get passed over. Could it be Destiny 2? I don't know. Could it be Gran Turismo? Yeah, that may get passed over for a little while, but we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, any final thoughts on this topic? Well, actually, well, hold on a second. Hold on, I gotta stop myself for a second. So, <laughs> to stay to stay with Destiny 2, a very quick question to ask: uh, Have y'all seen the Destiny 2 PlayStation 4 Pro bundle? This is the uh, crystal white bundle. Um, are any of you interested in actually getting that bundle after seeing it, or do you, or are you just not interested at all? <laughs> Now, um, uh oh, go ahead, go ahead, you first, man.
3: Uh, I was just gonna say, like, eh, it's I bundles just never really interest me that much. Like, they're cool, but like,
2: eh. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, they never really interest me. But I, I can't deny that when I saw it and that you know saw that it was a PS4 Pro, the thought did cross my mind a little bit. Like, you know, oh, maybe I should get a PS4 Pro. Maybe it's time, but. You know, after that, like, I got over it really quickly and I was like, nah, forget that. Like, I can, yeah. I can buy a graphics card, you know, instead that but... impulse decision. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I did see, uh, M- M- Miguel on Twitter. He was, uh, saying that he just bought the, uh, you know, the previous Destiny bundle that came out, the white PS4. And now this one is announced and like, you know, he, I guess he's kind of considering buying that as well, but yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy that you know there's that that's coming out i'm sure that's going to persuade a lot of people to get it as well um that's Mm. definitely smart marketing by sony i think
1: I, i i i must admit that uh i they got me with that because when i saw that i was like you know i know they just had the gold playstation 4s that came out right before uh e3 and I know that that item is now no longer in stock anywhere. If you try to find it online, maybe there might be some places like maybe a Sam's club or a Walmart or something that you can find it. But uh, I, when that came out, I thought to myself, so what is going to be a, a, another color change for the, the PS4 pro? So the destiny bundle makes a lot of sense. It definitely ha- piqued my attention. Um, will I actually go out and get that though? I, 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 I heavily doubt it because it, uh, I feel like I really, really have to love Destiny 2 and want to play that to buy that bundle because mm-hmm. that is the, essentially the game that you will be getting with it. Now, obviously, there's a whole bunch of other games that are coming out this year that I'm going to want to play on PlayStation 4. Uh, but I, you know, they got me with it to look good. Oh, yeah, this is nice. But ultimately, I don't really think that I would invest in that. Um but I will say, it, it, it is, it's is—it's going to be great for those that actually don't have a PlayStation 4, for whatever reason, if somebody doesn't have a PlayStation 4. And I would want to have a discussion with that person as to why they do not have a PlayStation 4, uh, if I ever meet them. Um, but uh, that is great for someone who wants a PlayStation 4. Great. And they're their huge Destiny fan. That's a great bundle for them to pick up. I'm pretty sure there will be a bundle for Star Wars because we know that they also have the marketing deal for that game, Battlefront. So I'm pretty sure there will be a PlayStation bundle for that game also in the future. Uh, as well as Call of Duty, because we got that orange, that orange and black system a while back that was ridiculously ugly. You know what system I'm talking about, Gary. Uh, so there definitely will be more consoles coming out later this year for these particular games, but for Destiny in particular, I, I feel like you really, really have to either love Destiny or want a white PS4 Pro. And if you if, if you're in neither one of those camps, then it will, makes no sense to get the to get the uh, bundle. But just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dana, you have any thoughts on this uh, bundle? Or I don't you... love
0: Destiny that much, so <laughs> no. And plus, I don't like. The- Everything gets on white. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it, and I don't love Destiny. Like to, to, to go that crazy for it. And the so, beauty is wait. when you are broke, you have great better priorities. That's
1: yeah, so. That's definitely a thumbs down. You you, you about to say something,
2: Gary? Oh, I was asking if she if she has a PS4 Pro already, or if she just has normal PS4.
0: No, not the Pro.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I think you should get that bundle so we can play Destiny together. Hmm. <laughs> you know, you
1: know, let let, let let me let me stop you right there, Gary. We already know that you are getting Destiny on PC, so why would you tell her to get that PlayStation Four Pro uh, bundle?
0: See, just want me <laughs> to throw away money. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. I'm,
2: I'm just trying to put the peer pressure on her. You know,
0: the peer pressure? No, no, not for Destiny.
2: Yeah, but you
1: know again those are the destiny fans or playstation 4 fans definitely you know definitely something that you can consider picking up i'm not going to tell no one to not buy it but because i said if you don't have a playstation 4 uh yeah there's a lot of options you have now as far as getting a playstation 4 if you want the pro then if you want to get if you want to get a pro i would just say just wait till this bundle comes out and get that pro instead but ultimately that choice is up to the consumer these are just my suggestions but uh, it is what it is but um i think that's about it for destiny talk unless you guys said anything else you want to say about destiny
3: <laughs> i think we i think we went pretty far into this one. <laughs> oh yeah
1: yeah i think so also so no more hey, hey, hey actually we, we provided more explanation for Destiny than we ever got with the story in the first game. So you also give yourself a round of applause. Yes, that's excellent. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to the next topic. And, and Dana, this topic uh, is something that um, I definitely want you to speak a lot on. Well, of course, D23 took place. I don't know if D23 is still going on. Uh, you may have to confirm that information. Uh, uh, still, well,
0: announcing. still announcing
1: Okay, so stuff is still being announced. So as far as D23 is concerned, there were some of us that that saw it. I, I must confess that I have not been watching D23. I did catch some stuff on Twitter, but, of course, Dana has seen a couple of streams as well as Max and, and Gary. So why don't you feel free to fill us in on your thoughts on D23? What what highlights did you think were great from the show? Um, and, and in terms of the games, which games – What new information did we find about certain games?
0: Okay, I'm going to start off with Spider-Man for PS4. Uh, Basically, what we got was a look. It was more of a behind-the-scenes look of how they created everything. And they talked more about what we could expect in the world of Spider-Man. So when it started, we got a look of Peter Parker's apartment. And Queens, is very realistic, and they kept implying that everything is going to be interactive. You can go in and out of the apartment. Um, the web slinging is improved, so a lot of fans have been complaining about that. They said now when you are able to swing, you'll have stronger velocity, and and it'll have more of an impact on the game and the gameplay. They also talked about um, that we're going to have a little bit more insight into peter parker he's now 23 he's no longer a teenager he's a 23 year old living in queens and it's going to be more a little bit about peter they did not what i really wanted was if we're going to get anything on miles we got nothing on miles we don't know if he's a playable character we don't know if he's just standing in the distance you know taking a picture we don't know anything about him So that was a bit of a letdown. But the game so far looks very beautiful. The graphics are much updated. They talked about how they worked very hard to update everything. How it has a much cleaner look. How the game is going to flow more and it has smoother gameplay. So I'm looking forward to that very much so. Then, of course, there is the Big Kingdom Hearts trailer that they announced along with the Hercules World, which looked very beautiful. A lot of different fights and the action sequences went on with that. Along with the PlayStation, that the PlayStation, I'm sorry, with the Toy Story world, we're going to have an entirely separate story. So it's not connected to the movies at all. They worked on a brand new narrative, and they're going to be working with the Kingdom Hearts team, and they're going to go out there and they're going to go battle and look for this mysterious box. So that is what we got, um some some news on they also released a ton of very beautiful screenshots and so that's all available on the coalition website as well and they talked about how they're going to release more worlds but we're not going to know right now what everything is but they did tease us with we can expect some more so my guess is I don't have any guess. They could just throw anything in there. I'm very much looking forward to the game, and unlike you, I am actually rooting for the October release date. So that should be fun.
1: You said October release date. Wait, for which I
0: mean, game? Is- I mean, I'm sorry. The 2018 uh, release date.
1: Well, well, well. You know, I I I think you were right when you said October
0: as Thank in. You.
1: Uh, No, 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 you was right when you said October, as in October 2019 is the when we will get Kingdom Hearts 3. I think that was a good guess. That's excellent. Yes.
0: No, no. So,
1: well, you know what, we'll see. Uh, One thing I want to say real quick, you mentioned Spider-Man. Uh, So, Spider-Man is a lot older. So, I will say this. uh, I'm very glad to hear this because I do not want to see Uncle Ben get killed again. So, I'm glad they decided to, yeah, make him a lot older in this game.
0: I don't Uh, think Uncle Ben is even a focus.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. He he, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be anymore. You know, we don't need to see him get killed over and over again, especially in a video game uh, fashion. Uh, So, that's good. But, uh, Spider-Man sounds great uh did you guys have any other thoughts as far as d23 as far as what you've seen yeah, or heard about also, the show
0: they also oh. um spilled a little knowledge on the um star wars battle uh, battlefront 2
1: oh yeah and
0: yes they stated and i'm very excited about this because i have no friends single player mode yay and you can play as john Boega. so that's exciting
1: I thought they already had the single player with the female character. Well, they do. So is this this so so this is something else then? Yes. Okay. 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 That's interesting. And you know, I'm glad that he also is in the game because I know he was complaining. Well, maybe he just made a joke. I don't know if it was really a complaint.
0: No, he went hard. He marketed really hard. I don't know if it was all like a stunt. Like they told him to go do that so everyone would get all riled up. But he went hard for it.
1: Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. Glad that the results have paid off. Uh, Definitely plan on checking that out. Uh, So, uh, Gary and Max, did you have anything you wanted to say about uh, D23, including the games that uh, Dana mentioned, or any any other things that you may have noticed from the show?
2: Uh, With regards to the Spider-Man and um, Peter Parker being, you know, late 20s, That definitely makes sense with having um, Miles Morales because we know that Miles is supposed to be younger than um, Peter Parker. So that definitely makes a lot of sense uh, with that. Um, I'm still interested to see how they're going to handle that whole Miles Morales situation with him being in the game as well. But um, yeah, that's interesting for sure. And of course, you know, the major news with regards to gaming that came out of D23 kingdom hearts you know um what's interesting is because uh, of course me and jj went to the kingdom hearts orchestra during e3 and um Nomura actually came out on stage who's the director and he said there would be big news at you know d23 we didn't know it was going to be this major we didn't know we was going to get a release window and you know a, a, a look at a new world that's going to be in the game and the toy story world looks incredible i like the interaction between sora and you know all the toy story characters and the action in the game looks phenomenal like the animation and everything it looks amazing and this is coming from someone who hasn't even beaten a kingdom hearts game before like i played some of the first game i haven't beaten any of the games before but that looks phenomenal and I now definitely want to uh, make sure I get that, uh, the remastered collection that just came out, the remix. And I want to definitely try and beat those first two games before, before next year, you know, when the game comes out. And I know there's still a cloud of doubt over, over whether the game actually will come out in 2018. I just hope that they stick to their guns because them announcing a release window is a major, it, it's a big deal. So for them to go back on that now would be, like, you know, it would be a huge blow, like, to, to the fans. So I hope they stick to that and it actually comes out in 2018. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to hear what Max has to say as well because I know he's a big Kingdom Hearts fan.
3: Um, what I was going to say is that... I, the reason I'm worried about the release window was because, um, what was it? When they announced the game, was it last year's E3? Like, it was announced before that, but when they showed, like, all the footage and everything was last year's E3, correct, if I'm not mistaken? Um, and they said they had, like, nothing, they had, like, no idea what it was coming, this and that, like, aside from, like, before 2020, and the fact that they suddenly are like, oh, it's coming, like, this soon? That's, I guess, what worried me and what made me think, like, oh, it's probably going to get delayed. But then, um, Gary, when you said that uh, Nomura, Nomura came out and said that they have big news to announce at D23, that makes me um, a bit more confident in the date because that makes me think, like, if he knew that then, like, they are that confident in the game then. Because they, like you said, they wouldn't make this announcement lightly. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't something they would just kind of do. Um... To be fair, if uh, it does get delayed, it's nothing we aren't used to. We'll be able to deal with it, uh, Kingdom Hearts fans. But um, I am—it's still a bit unbelievable to me. Like I think I'm still processing it because I am just so excited for this game, as are many people. And just the thought of it actually like being here is just it, this soon is just pretty ridiculous to me. Like it's—it's it's pretty hard to believe. Um, but it's awesome. Like I'm very happy, and of course I hope to God that it does come by then. We, we'll have to wait and see. And I agree that the Toy Story world looks absolutely gorgeous. Just the entire game just looks absolutely gorgeous. Like, seeing it in HD with, like, the 2.8 and 1.8 and all that other all randomly named stuff Um is cool. Don't get me wrong. But um it's still, like, it's only, like, upscaled stuff. Like, you can only do so much with it. But seeing this just is gorgeous. And I hope that it doesn't get uh downscaled at all from the footage we've seen. Which I don't think it will, to be honest. But oh it's just so exciting to see um kingdom hearts here again and prevalent and the fact that people are still excited about it to this day like just shows like how strong the first two games really were and just how unique and just how dedicated the fan base really is because like yeah we still had like games in between you know we've had all the game boy games and the 3ds game and a lot of which were excellent games but there has been nothing like kingdom hearts 1 and 2 there has been nothing like i've played all of the uh all of the side games and everything. The closest thing to it was the 3DS one, but it was still a pretty stripped-down version of what we expect and of what we've always loved about the Kingdom Hearts games. So just seeing it here is just, it's amazing. And weirdly, there has been nothing on multiplayer, at least not that I know of, which is interesting in today's day and age. I'd actually, I think I'd be pretty happy if there was just no multiplayer at all. I think that'd be very cool.
2: Yeah, I I don't think there should be. uh... Yeah. And... (laughs) Um, I think there was mention of there possibly being other characters that you can control. Um, what was the name of that character that appeared in, um, the second game for a little while again? Uh, Roxas. Um, Yeah, that's the one. Um, do you think maybe he'll be in this game?
3: Um, what... Uh, the story's so convoluted now. I forgot what happened to him. I need to catch up on the story. It's like I can't even say it for <laughs> sure. But um you you definitely you play as other characters like in the games. Like that's definitely not like a new thing. Um just so is the one you play at the most, um, which is always great. But um I think uh to date um my lord. Like I used to be, but like I just haven't I need to rewatch like the summary videos, but um from what I know. Yes, Roxas is still around, so he will probably be playable because he's very important. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but he's very, very important, like to the story and especially Sora. Like, he's very, very essential. So I'm sure that he's there. I'm sure, definitely, yeah.
2: It's cool.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: And I also wanna say that there was another game that was announced. Uh, It's uh, a new Marvel VR game for the Oculus Rift. It's called Marvel Powers United VR. Um, Basically what it is, it's a co-op battle with up to three people and it'll have more than a dozen playable characters. So far they announced Rocket Raccoon, Hulk and Captain Marvel. It's not coming out until around 2018 and that anyone who's going to San Diego comic con will be able to play it. And it looks really, it looks crazy. It's really hard to describe most like any other VR game, but it's a lot of different battles and you're fighting everyone and everything's in VR. So I just expect a lot of destruction in your home, but so far it was very interesting. It was like literally A one-minute clip, even maybe less than that, that they showed. So it's something to look forward to at uh, San Diego.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. So I think we think you could say pretty much that D twenty three is sound like it was a great show. Uh, A lot of surprises, uh, and of course the live action film stuff also. Um. Yeah, think it, it was a great show uh any other thoughts to say before we uh move on to uh the final topic for today
0: no I just think that we're gonna probably get more more game coverage a little bit at um San Diego more than what I expected and d23 was very very great as well and it covered a lot more than what I expected so Uh-oh. okay that was it was a good week so far
1: I agree very good week Okay, so we're going to move on to our main topic for today. Uh, Now, I want to preface this. As I've already said on this show, you know, there's quite a bit of games that I haven't played yet. We still have a ton of games coming out the second half of this year that uh, are also looking to be very good as well. But I wanted to have a discussion pretty much about 2018. And the fact that we've already heard a couple of games that are coming out in 2018. Now, as you guys already mentioned, Kingdom Hearts 3 is one of those games that's coming out in 2018. We also found out earlier this week that Nino Kuni 2 is also now been pushed to January in 2018. Uh so the list goes on for the number of games coming out: Spider-Man, God of War, uh, and of course Red Dead Redemption 2, which should be out in the springtime. So wanted to have a, a discussion. And basically, ask you guys if you think that 2018 will be an even bigger year for video game releases than this year. Um, obviously, we still haven't played the games coming up in the second half of the year. We've, I mean, we've, we've we've gotten our hands on time with some of them, but we haven't played all of those games yet. But I just wanted to ask you right now, based on what we know about 2018, do you all think that, that 2018 is going to be an even bigger year for video games? Uh, and Gary how about you go first with your thoughts?
2: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like cuz this year was a, it's it's been a big deal and this is the year that I feel like this generation really delivered like with the games cuz previous years, you know, I was a bit salty like cuz it felt like we hadn't had many experiences, you know, that made um this new generation worth it yet. Uh, but this year, like, it, I am satisfied. I'm a satisfied gamer. Like, I'm oversatisfied this year. So, uh, yeah, and we're all kind of still catching up on games that came out in quarter one, 2017. Next year is gonna be, it's gonna be a lot worse. And I think we'll be catching up on 2018 games in 2019. Like, it's gonna be that bad, I think. Um, cause there's so many heavy hitters. I mean, Kingdom Hearts. Um, Red Dead, Redemption, um, God of War, Monster Hunter, uh, Days Gone, Detroit, Nino Kuni, like it's just, there's so many, like, you know, um, Spider-Man, like the list goes on, there's so many um, heavy hitters coming next year, so it's going to get crazy and uh, I don't know how I'm going to find the time to to play everything, I'm going to have to make some serious adjustments to my life, I think, uh, to be able to play all these games. But yeah man, um, that lineup for next year um, I will say though I do expect some things to be um, Pushed back or delayed I definitely feel like there's going to be Some games that suffer from that We've already talked about the possibility Of Kingdom Hearts being delayed But I feel like there will be some games That are delayed um, And earlier, somebody Made mention in the chat that Last of Us Two is coming next year. Now, is that confirmed? Is that like, do we have a release window? For
1: they, that? They, 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 no, they, they never set a release window for any of that information. So that, that, um, is to be determined. Uh, I mean, I think uh, PSX, PSX is definitely going to be interesting this year because I feel like a lot of stuff is going to happen at PSX. A lot of stuff is going to be said. I actually think we're also going to get our very first look at gameplay for Death Stranding at PSX since Death Stranding was not at the PlayStation conference at all. Um, I will not be surprised if that's what happens, but, uh, 2018, we'll see. I, I, I don't think Last of Us 2 is coming out in 2018. No, if that, if that comes out in 2018, I, I man, that would that would be crazy. It's too much. It's, it's overkill because days gone, like you said, days gone, Spider-Man. Detroit Become Human, and God Award. That's already four games that we know for sure are coming out next year. So if they said Last of Us 2, I don't think nah, man. I, I have to say that might be something that is 2019, but we'll, we'll see, because I don't know how far along they are with the game uh, to yeah. really make that decision.
2: Yep. And don't forget, we also have games that were literally like just announced, like Anthem, you know, that's coming as well. And Um, I'm sure there's games that we don't even know are coming in 2018. Yeah, that are still to be announced as well. So it's going to be pretty stacked. And God help me if Destiny 2 is actually good because the first Destiny I played that for damn near a whole year. So if if this Destiny is that good, like it's going to be so hard to find time to play everything because I don't want to stop playing Overwatch either. So yeah. Um, it is I'm scared to be honest with you. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 a second, Gary. Wait a second. Now you, you definitely gonna have to make some sacrifices. Now uh, Overwatch, man. Yeah, you, you definitely gonna have to sacrifice something. If it gets to Overwatch, though, oh man, that that'll be serious. That that that, that yeah, may be yeah. li- that may be life changing for 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 many reasons. If that if that's the case.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of crucial decisions are gonna have to be made. Like you know, because it's it's gonna be insane for sure. Absolutely, would you guys there?
1: Yeah, Max, uh, how about you share your thoughts?
3: You know, when the topic was first brought up, I was was debating it, you know, I was considering it, but once Gary really started listing out all the games and everything, I think what had me questioning uh, it was that I think 2017, um, and this could change, but I think 2017 is going to be seen as having more just like all around insane releases because like as we have said there are just so many games coming out but i think 2018 is just going to be the caliber it may not have as many releases it's still going to have a shit ton but those releases will just be much stronger even though this year already killed it but we're getting games like kingdom hearts 3 which is going to be massive assuming it's good of course uh if last of us 2 comes out you know spider-man is going to be insane you know we're just going to be getting games of just like the highest caliber of this generation probably what are going to be seen as the greatest games of this generation not that the games that like persona 5 level like i i'd argue persona 5 was the biggest release of this year um and i could say that 2018 will have games that it'll be hard to argue that whereas this year i think that that's going to be a pretty solid um a pretty or pretty agreed on assumption. Not even that it's the best game of the year, even though I think that's what a lot of people are saying as well, but in terms of just like sheer like just presentation and quality and just people talking about it, it seems to be this year. I think next year is going to be a much harder debate in terms of games of that caliber. Even though this game this year alone has had just incredible releases all around.
1: Very good points. Yes, absolutely. How about you, Dana? You have any thoughts?
0: Um, if everything pans out and uh, games are released on their actual date that was announced, I would just like to say that I will be on the next upcoming episode in 2018 of Hoarders. <laughs> um, wow! I am very much looking forward to Spider-Man, the uh, Detroit become human, although I strongly feel in my soul, that game will get pushed back. I see it being pushed back at least eight months. Um, But if everything pans out, I will have to agree and say that this is going to be in this year's of games. And as Max previously said, we're going to get higher quality games. And we're going to get games that will really blow away the competition. So I'm looking forward to that my 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 just one wish is that everything pans out on a technical aspect there's no glitches there's no problems um, that Detroit Become Human doesn't end up like watchdogs and everyone's just miserable everything so that's my hope and my prayer
1: uh, that'd be interesting you say you hope it doesn't become like watchdogs well hey I hope Nah, man. I hope not, but I, I mean, I, don't, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about don't, that. No, don't,
0: don't don't even say it could. Don't put that negativity out
1: there. Please. Oh no, no, no. But see, that, that's but but I will but I will say you said that there could be some games that will get delayed. Uh, I'm not gonna put the negativity out there about uh, Detroit becoming human because I'm actually looking forward to the game. But I am going to reiter- reiterate what I said earlier is that yes, games could be delayed and I will not be surprised if Kingdom Hearts 3 is on that no, list.
0: I don't see Kingdom Hearts. I think because <laughs> they've up for the last past 10 years, they kept telling us we're going to get a game. We might actually be surprised. We and could get be the surprised. Game on time. We could, we could be, be surprised. And then, you know, we're getting a lot of great games like God of War. That was originally the very first game that I bought a PS4. Not PS4, um, the place I forgot which. When it first came out, I played it at someone's house and then I bought that console solely because of that game. And every time I have to get a new PS4 just so I can play God of War. So for four, that right there, that's like my, my yearly, my, my every two years or so, my bucket list game. I love those games. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: Absolutely. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I I just would like to send a message to Square Enix and say it say say if now if I don't hear if I don't see Kingdom Hearts in the store and actually able to be purchased by December thirty first, twenty eighteen, then I will come back on this podcast and say I told you I told y'all so I told y'all that game wasn't coming out in twenty eighteen. So we'll see. I would love to be wrong, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes um any other thoughts on this topic or anything else before we wrap up today's show
3: i think i'm good
2: i want yeah, i'm good i just want to make sure i finish all my 2017 backlog so i'm gonna get working ah. on that tonight
1: good luck <laughs> good, good luck indeed i have to be <laughs> saying, gary good luck indeed
3: yeah. Best of luck to everyone. I, I, I think everyone has just a massive backlog. You know, we always joke about it, and we always have joked about it, but this year is just something else. <laughs>
1: yeah. It would be totally different if uh, all I, my only job was to just play video games or write about stuff on the site. Then, then yeah, I would play everything. But that, listen, this is the real world here, ladies and gentlemen. So you have to juggle. I feel like I'm a clown. I have to juggle so many balls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, so, hey we'll
3: maybe, maybe 2018 will be the year that we can start doing that and then we'll kill it. <laughs> I would love that. I would love yeah. that. That'll be awesome. Yeah, that'd be, awesome. be fantastic. We'll
2: see. That's the dream.
1: That is the dream, indeed. It's the dream. And it's achievable. It is. Yes, absolutely. So uh we thank you all for listening to this week's show. Um thank everybody that was in the chat as well as everybody that has been supporting us on Patreon. Uh, I did want to announce that we actually are going to be opening up another voting giveaway opportunity tomorrow at precisely 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be running a contest where you will be able to vote on the game that we give away in August. Uh, there's, a quite a, 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 there's a lot of games on there to choose from, including Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, uh, of course, Mario plus Rabbits, Battle Kingdom. Uh, and, of course, you know, the list goes on. It's about six games, you know. So a lot of the games are major releases coming out next month. So definitely, definitely vote because this is why I wanted to make it known on this particular show. Yes, definitely vote because that will be ending next Monday. So you guys have a whole week and the weekend to vote. So definitely vote on that. And then we will announce the game we're going to give away the following Tuesday. So, Definitely look for that tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. on the website, Eastern Standard Time. It will be there. But uh, as far as shout-outs go, uh, you guys have any shout-outs that you would like to give? Uh, and Max, how about you go first?
3: Yeah, as always, thanks everyone for participating in the chat. You know, always a good time talking with you guys. It was a bit uh it was a bit quieter uh, today, which is fine. You know, there was I feel like We kind of had a slow week in news for the most part aside from the D23 stuff. I feel like there wasn't a whole whole bunch of stuff to talk about. So it's totally understandable but I was always looking forward to seeing you guys next week and seeing what else we can talk about and thank you to all the patrons of course for participating in the Patreon and you know just that really really helps us. It's one of the greatest things and hopefully that one day we can just keep providing you with more and more content and just making it feel like it's worth it for you guys you know as always it's just great great to see and we're really appreciative of it
1: absolutely uh how about you dana any shout outs that you would like to give
0: Uh shout out to everyone who's listening and been participating and who goes on the site and participates and looks and reads so thank you for that
1: absolutely uh i like to give a shout out again to yes everybody who continues to show us support uh as i did mention there is going to be that contest going up tomorrow but there's also going to be a ton of other content going up tomorrow and throughout the week so stay tuned for that there's quite a bit of you know a lot of a lot of games that i've written about well some of us have written about so stay tuned for a lot more previews so on and so forth but uh thank you all for the continued support and gary the floor is now yours
2: Yep, so of course, I'm definitely gonna give a huge shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. That's M. Collins, Sean Gority, Stephen Ferron, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Lelewyn Leslie, Nicholas Alvarez, and Miguel, who is looking forward to Just Dance 2018, apparently. So, yeah, shout outs to all of you guys. <laughs> Miguel's the homie. And- <laughs> Yeah, that's the homie <laughs> for sure. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to someone who made um a large, um, one-off donation to us recently. Um, James Davis, because, you know, um, we did reach out to him just to see, you know, um, why he made the don- donation and everything. And he's been saying that he's been listening to us for a few years now. And you know, he actually um discovered us on N4G, and he's been listening ever since. And, you know, I definitely want to shout him out because I know we have a lot of listeners like that who don't particularly make themselves known and they don't comment. They don't, you know, get in the chat and interact with us. But it's always good to hear, you know, when people have been listening to us and, you know, they reach out to us and let us know. Like, we love that. We love hearing who our listeners are and stuff. So we definitely encourage that. But, you know, of course, not everybody likes to be social. Some people want to just lurk and enjoy the show and stuff. So. Shouts to all you people too, you know, anyone who listens to the show, period. You know, shouts to all of you. And, you know, we do this for the love of video gaming. And it's great that, you know, we have this platform that we can come to every week and discuss video games. Um, So, yeah, I love it. And, you know, I even want to shout out Seth because even though we go back and forth in the comments, you know, I enjoy it. You know, it's fun. It's fun for me. I like, you know, I like the back and forth. I like the, the, the passion that shows, you know, from video gamers. So, yeah, definitely shouts to all of you guys and everyone who joined us in the chat today, including Miguel, n uh, Tony Polanco, Victor, you know, shouts to all you guys. And thanks for watching the sure. show.
1: Absolutely. Thank you all for the continued support. And we will talk to
3: you all next week. Yep. Thanks, you guys.